0: Everybody. Welcome to FOH Welcome uh, I'm Lillian Devane I'm Kelly Sullivan And this is a service and restaurant industry podcast Woo Front of house Front of house Um, How was your week this week?
1: It was good it was Week good. in restaurants Week in restaurants We're like August is a notoriously slow month for restaurants So yep. we're getting kind of back into the swing of things Yeah, it's yeah. nice it's like Back to school Yeah pencils. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I had a funny thing. I work I'm now doing both jobs, which is why I might sound completely stupid today. Uh because I've been working constantly yeah. um at both jobs. So but um at my new job I'm I'm just a bartender and <laughs> I forgot the um like the level of intimacy that can instantly form that's different in a bar yeah
1: the patron bartender it's a real like you do you need an ear yeah you know while right. i'm polishing
0: a glass you tell right. me about your wife or whatever
1: yeah absolutely.
0: um and like needlessly polishing a beer glass for 30 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. they do on tv you know
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. You look like a broken, like, you're like, yeah, just cute.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, but this guy came in on one of my training shifts and we like talked because there was no one there. And then he was like, when's your, what shifts are you working? Which everyone has been asking me recently when I work there, which is like nice, but I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have like my people show up every shift, which is interesting. But he was like, when are you working next? And I was like, oh, you know, I, I work here these days. And then he he came the very next day. Like, he remembered he came. He stayed for hours. And it was, like, really intense. And um, my new boss, like, came behind the bar to talk to me about something. I wasn't in trouble or anything, but he was just, like, telling me, like, how things go.
1: He's like, you... Don't have to keep polishing that glass. He's like, you can another glass, pick up another.
0: just rotate the glasses. (laughs) Like this one looks great. And thank you.
1: (laughs) 30 minutes. He's like, I appreciate the effort I do. And the attention to detail.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So he told me that and I was like, I get it. And then, um, this guy at the bar was like, Hey, like, don't worry about that guy. Like, you know, like, you're doing a really great job. You're new. Like, don't even, like, don't let it get to you. And I was like, whoa. I was like, or did we fuck? And I forgot. Like, well, you don't need to protect me. You're not my boyfriend. Also, this is like my one of my first days. This is my boss. I'm just like, it was so weird. He got so protective. Yeah. I was like, oh, buddy, I don't need this right now. And I basically told him, I was like, look, man, I've been dealing with uh, men my whole life. I know how to deal with uh, my boss. I got it. It's fine. Especially men in the service industry. I know how this goes. It's fine. Yeah.
1: It's also fine for your boss to speak to you.
0: Yeah. He can tell me what to do because he's my boss.
1: (laughs) That's his role. Yeah. So
0: uh, we've agreed to those roles. Yeah. The terms. Um, And then he sat there with water for a long time. And then Kelly came in and sat down next to him and told him I'm a comedian, which is my least favorite thing for anyone to know about me. I
1: just was like, I was like, Hey dude. And like, and I was like, how do you... Because he has a job not in the industry. And I was like, how do you... How do y'all know each other? And I was like, do you do comedy too? And he was like... <laughs> his little ears perked up. He's like... Burr, burr. Ugh. Anyway.
0: For a strange man to find out I do comedy is one of... It's like a death sentence.
1: Yeah. For l- me. Very literally. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Like, this, women shouldn't be kitchen.
0: making jokes. <laughs> not on my watch. And he uh, pulls uh, out a fucking gun.
1: He's like... <laughs> What do you have to laugh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell me a joke, sister. <laughs> That's him cocking the yeah, pistol,
1: yeah. pistol,
0: whatever, pistol, whatever. Yeah. the the w- huge Western style pistol he carries around.
1: Yes, I did come to visit Lillian, and then I was like, make me one of every style of drink. So I had like one beer, one. Margarita, mm-hmm. one fernet, one vodka soda. Like I was like, we'll do everything. Yeah, and I was hammered.
0: Sure were. Thank you. I was like, these are some new people I don't never seen before. Um, some pa- fun patrons though coming into this bar where I'm new. <laughs> you freak. Whoopsie. Anyways, but that was funny. It was just a reminder where I was like, oh right, this emotional heavy lifting is different in a bar yeah. than in a restaurant. Totally. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, it's what I, I mean, at least but I may make... get
1: emotionally ripped. What? Because he's that emotional heavy lifting. Yeah,
0: I think I'm emotional enough, but maybe I no, can fine No, 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 I meant ripped it.
1: like swole, like Yeah, no, fit. I get it. Okay. But how does that
0: manifest in a person's body?
1: Uh, no, I'm pre- emotionally. <laughs> but like, how does that, what would that look like for me? A big brain? <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not appealing to me as a woman. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah, so that was an interesting, I was like, I and I think I was saying too that that it is sad when people, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to like pity someone, I don't know, but it's one of those things where I feel like in our society we are like so isolated that when you do get a little bit of attention or like, even if it's, like, manufactured, like, affection or whatever, that, like, you are, some people get so attached to that because they don't have that in their everyday life, like, real human contact that's kind. So, like, that's my job to do that. So when people, like, get really, like, oh, my God, I need this again. Because you're not getting that from anything else. Become
1: immediate uh, criminal minds. Unsaved. yeah i
0: mean i am prime stalker material yeah
1: you really are like a
0: public life a little bit like i'm, I'm geotag where i am a lot right. I big work.
1: eyes <laughs> that's what they go for that's why no one's ever stalked me because i have little squinty eyes you got
0: you, they don't go for the beady-eyed girls <laughs> yeah
1: because <laughs> they know i can I, i'm i'm looking at the exit i'm like Argh. you know i can make a quick move you're feral i yeah untamed heart <laughs> As I like
0: to call feral children.
1: (laughs) Lillian's like, my favorite movie is Nell. Just about a a true free spirit without the capacity for language.
0: The perfect woman, in my eyes. I don't know why I'm making this about gender politics so much today. Oh my God.
1: Lillian and I also (laughs) recently at work... The same person was like, to me, was like, are you a misogynist? And to Lillian was like, you're like a dude's dude. You're like a bro. <laughs> really? Maybe
0: it's been affecting me more than I thought. It's a truth that I didn't realize that I'm a the bro. In charge
1: of misogyny, I was like, I am. It was like a mirror was held to me. Yeah,
0: yeah we're all a little bit misogynist. I'm, I guess, a bro a little bit sometimes. Sowie. Sowie. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to get ahead in this world, you know. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, um, so this week's talk. To- Wait, did you have anything? Sorry, not to skip ahead. Did you have anything that happened that's of in- of note? Not People really. being assholes per usual.
1: Yeah, regular day, regular. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, um,
0: Somebody
1: this flicks me a nickel.
0: Yeah, <laughs> buy yourself something nice, sweetheart. I'm like, um, the this week's topic we wanted to talk about. Unions Unions um, A sexy topic
1: um,
0: Because Well some people have asked us to talk about it I'm genuinely curious mm-hmm. And, there, and was, there was
1: A strike on September 18th which is uh, Last Tuesday mm-hmm. um, I guess two Tuesdays And when this will be released but Doesn't matter <laughs> um, And there was a 10 city Walkout of McDonald's to get um, the corporate management to address sexual harassment in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And it's um, the first kind of cross-state, it's the first strike of its kind addressing sexual harassment. Interesting. In, I mean, in McDonald's, I think. Yeah. But I
0: also think maybe in his, I mean, I haven't heard of a strike that's specific to that.
1: Yeah, so I know it's the first strike that's supposed to be associated with Me Too. Mm. Hashtag. Hashtag, you
0: gotta put the hashtag in there. I'm
1: like, it's the first trick associated with me. me. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) How fun for you. Uh, No, hashtag me too. Yeah,
0: uh uh-huh. And then the little
1: me. Yep. Which I always think Okay, never mind. It the, looks
0: like a vagina. Thank you. It looks like a vagina. The icon for the Me Too when it comes up on Twitter, I'm always like Gah! and then I'm like, no, it's Was not. that
1: intentional? No,
0: I don't think so, but it's bad graphic design.
1: Yeah. You gotta take these into consideration. Jesus.
0: I'm always like, Why are they just putting a cunt out there? Yeah. You know?
1: Anyways, yeah. I don't really Oof.
0: ever say that word, but <laughs> yeah, I just I know I I no, I'm sorry. I, hot. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways.
1: Anyway, um, so... What if I was
0: talking about (laughs) Rose McGowan? I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mama mia. She's a turf. Okay, Okay. moving on. But um, the Me Too movement and striking (laughs) and unions.
1: So that's kind of where we're... That's the framework.
0: Right. Um, And it's interesting, too, because I think... Well, we've heard about strikes from fast food workers regarding the 15 an hour. That was was like... Um, The Fight for 15, which happened. When was that started? Like Like,
1: 2014, 2015. And that was actually organized by union organizers who were leading ununionized workers and kind of teaching them collective bargaining tactics without them actually forming a union.
0: Which is so crazy because like, so fast food workers obviously aren't unionized and they're one of like the only, like, I mean, like when you think of, hospitality unions the first thing you think of are hotels Mm -hmm. and then there's like people who work at stadiums people who work at cafeterias like all of those big like Mm large-scale places like that so it makes sense that fast food workers you know would be union because it's such a, a huge amount of people
1: yeah it's a huge industry it is um it's an industry that people do. I think, so we read this article on eater that was talking about why mm-hmm. fast food workers aren't unionized. And one thing they were pointing to was saying that people don't think of it as a long term career, but that's just not the reality in. It's the classic thing of
0: Americans just think they're all about to be millionaires. Yeah. Cause we've been sold this dream. So it's like, Oh no, I'm not a fast food worker. Like I'm going to do, yeah. all, which is like, like that's, could be true, and that's not like a bad thing, but it's just like people see it as such a shitty temporary job because it is a shitty job because it's intentionally made to be a shitty job Yeah, in yep. those ways, totally. right? And then also a lot of people who – there was something crazy like 53% of fast food workers in California are reliant on public assistance. Yeah, So it's like, okay, so we're also already paying for people to to like – we're already subsidizing people's lives who work in fast food anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just like, it's, it's this this vicious cycle of like, of, of wanting a different job, but then like you need, to public, you need to get fucking food stamps because you can't survive on this. It's just like, man, they would benefit so much from a union if, if, you know, I mean, not to put that on the workers, not to be like, if only they would have a little foresight. I'm not saying that, but yeah. You but, know what I mean?
1: Of course. I think it's it's hard because, like, I mean, that's one of the things that, and that's, like, a classic tactic. It's been true right. throughout history of, like, keeping people that they have to work so hard and so many hours for so long that they're too tired to form a union and right. have, like, relationships outside of their work relationships to each other. Because, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's, like, fundamentally part of what a union is, is, like, a social relationship that's not supervised by management right so yeah yeah
0: yeah they're not like congregating in the parking lot after hours like us right shooting dogs in the alley i don't know why that. that's
1: what we do after every shift (laughs) at our restaurant we actually don't even get shift drinks they just give us one one bullet. We get
0: each get a bullet. <laughs> we get a shift bullet, and we fucking put down a dog.
1: It's it's like sort of a proto purge kind of like you know catharsis, um, you know whatever. If you had a rough one, the manager might slip you an extra bullet. Oh my god! <laughs> like
0: I, you worked really hard tonight. God, I really am so tired. <laughs> really. Where are these references coming from? Um Yeah, I mean, do we know what was did anything come from this strike? I mean, did I mean it got a fair amount of attention. Yeah,
1: I think it got it got some uh like big press and um I'm not sure because I think it's it's hard to like the fight for fifteen is such a concrete like yeah. we want fifteen we want but, legislation
0: passed. But what do you want for And that's the whole fucking problem About all of this
1: stuff Is like It's a much more nebulous thing Of like Well what constitutes Sexual harassment What constitutes a response To sexual harassment Like Right It's It's a A much more nuanced conversation oh man
0: and and also with the thing of like because these jobs are seen by on both sides as like disposable it's like if something sucks you say okay fuck it i'm gonna get another job that's exactly the same pay in the same city like down the street like you can do that so you can switch it up and so those problems don't get addressed obviously right you know, if, if it gets bad enough that someone who works is just going to be like, "Peace, I'll go to Wendy's," you know. Yeah, totally. Which Wendy's seems like it's maybe they have, they have potatoes, you know.
1: Wendy's is famously the worst of those. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. They really? locked out. They like won't they? There was like some agreement that all the other fast food chains came to an agreement that they were going to raise the price of tomatoes. One oh, cent a pound. That's right. Damn and Wendy's it. was like, no.
0: I forgot about that, Dave Thomas. If you're you listening, you got tricked
1: by the. They still have the skin on their fries. Yeah, Lillian like, was like, that's fucking. Close. It is a classy <laughs> place. They would never.
0: <laughs> they have chili. They make. I mean, come on. Any big potatoes. <laughs> <I'm> so... <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn, it. I forgot about the tomato thing. Yeah. All right, well, All right. fuck Wendy's. Don't work there. Fuck Wendy's. Um. What else? You're talking about the history. Oh yeah, I did history. <laughs> I'm like, what else, Kelly? Did you not prepare? Um, so the the labor move. Okay, so I feel like we should like talk a little bit about like basics because
1: yeah, we don't I, know where you're coming from.
0: I don't know where I'm coming from right now right. either. Don't so, worry. um, but. Obviously, the labor movement started when the Industrial Revolution was happening because they were like, kids, uh, you guys can work in coal mines. Uh, no problem, right? You guys can go down there and frickin' and then turn a gear for nine hours.
1: And everyone said, hey, that's kind of
0: sucks. Hey, this sucks. My kid died. And people were like, it, died, it happens all the time. Pop out another one. Right. And then they did. And they did. And then that But kid they were died. still sad. Yeah. I mean, it was a bummer, but it was kind of less of a scene Right. As it would be today. Right.
1: Lily <laughs> really doesn't feel bad. <laughs> if anyone if any of our listeners are a hundred plus and lost children in the industrial world. It's
0: fine. You know, it was the it was the trend of the it season. The it was the time. Um so the American Federation of Labor started in eighteen eighty six. That was kind of like the first real organization. Um I just to be a fly on those walls, huh? Um, the caps they must have had of course, on, of course. When they were talking, you know, nothing makes me—I fucking love those pictures of old-timey people with picket signs that are like, "Yeah, we just want fair." I'm like, I don't know why that revs me up so much. Yeah,
1: well, it's yeah, it's, it's like inspiring. inspiring. Okay.
0: I got both <laughs> a little turned on and sad while doing this research, and I don't know oh, those two feelings mingling. I don't like. So never ask me to do research again. I guess. Okay. Yeah. No I'm problem. Saying. Um. (laughs) Interesting Okay let's move on But um,
1: (laughs) This is not a road I expected to walk down I I didn't either But there I was Hey 10 a.m. Not gonna yuck your yum (laughs) Lilian
0: Okay but the idea of collective bargaining is like the basis of all unions, right? Like if mm-hmm. if you if that is like the thing to hold on to when thinking about what a union is because it is kind of confusing, there's like a lot of lot to know um and each union is obviously very specific to whatever job they're doing. But like the idea of collective bargaining, which kind of sounds like one of the grief stages to me, but is, you know what I mean? (laughs) Sure. But um, is actually just like the power. Basically, the whole idea is like what is bad for one is bad for all of us.
1: Right. And workers are replaceable in a capitalist society. So saying like, well, we, we band together so you can't, you can't pick us off. Right. Like the dog's. Like that, so many dogs like, shoot. so shoot. Yeah, like, if they only could see what the future <laughs> held for restaurant workers, right? they would say. <laughs> they would say, forget this union stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we want to murder animals. Um, That's what unites us. <laughs> so in 1947,
0: the Taft-Hartley Act was uh, passed, which is basically you can put all of the attacks on, un- on unions to this day trace it back to this fucking act that was passed. This is
1: the original sort of right to work which is um, basically union, like a union shop used to be that even if you weren't a member of the union you would have to pay dues Mm -hmm. and you would receive all the protections of the union and there would just be places that it's a union shop whether you're a member or not. Right. And Mm -hmm. right to work says that the unions don't have a right to collect wages from people who aren't members. Right. And so, and then that weakens unions, and it also sort of like pulls the rights. Then it says like, well, it's this very libertarian idea of like, well, I don't want it. What right. if I don't want to have to pay for right. healthcare? Why should I have to pay for health care? Because maybe I maybe I want to die in a ditch. Be a fucking
0: person. OK, everybody. But also it it like basically designated unions as like a national threat, basically. Yeah. And was like, you can't contribute to politicians as yeah. a union. So that is like another big yeah. thing. Whereas like, of course, the National Restaurant Association gets Shitloads loads of money from politicians yeah
1: so then i did research on the other nra which every journalist calls it the other nra every journalist thinks they're the first to think of that it's not funny it's not interesting stop it yeah so the national restaurant association is a trade association they are very bad they, uh, so th- that's like the thing where they're like, it's like the, the, the bad NRA you're thinking of. This is the other NRA. It's like, okay, we get it. Right. Anyway. Um, lazy journalism, lazy journal. I I've read, it's t- probably the editors that come up with the
0: title. Anyways, I've heard that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. Uh, so it's the national restaurant association and they're the ones who basically like they fight for an insane amount of bad shit. But they fought a long time saying, like, they were pro-smoking. So when, like, how it took until, like, 2000 for most restaurants to legally not have smoking sections. Which I am pro. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, The NRA was behind that because they said it's going to send the industry in shambles. A bar won't be able to sustain its clientele if you don't let them smoke in there. They keep the um, the minimum wage low, so most states have a lower tipped minimum wage. They
0: kept it; it's been the same since like 1991. It's like yeah. two dollars and thirty, like yeah, for yeah, yeah for, tipped for tipped employees.
1: And so, and that's the NRA. Um, they fight paid sick leave. They fight Bless their hearts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they fight like pretty much any workplace protection they're fighting against. It's, they, just max, it's
0: like just profit. It's like straight
1: up. Yeah. And so the members of the NRA are like McDonald's. Applebee's. Andy Pudzer, who we talked about last week. Old Putty Boy. Old Putty Boy.
0: Chili's. You get the idea. Yeah. The um, best restaurants you could think yeah, of. Yeah. We're like all our favorite. <laughs> favorite. It's a Tough bummer. Time. It's a bummer.
1: Yeah. So the NRA and they have um, a huge number of lobbyists in... Washington fighting for all this stuff. And then they also have on state levels, um, they have a branch in every state that fights on state levels Mm -hmm. because so that's like a huge (sighs) conservative victory is that like each state sets its own like standard of minimum wage and labor and blah, 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 blah all this stuff and then so they can do it on a much more local level and then also it's cheaper because you just have to buy off a couple state senators and they only make like 50 bucks an hour right i don't know um yeah i think it's
0: interesting too because i feel like all of this is like fairly recent because like before the 80s well like started slipping in like the 70s i feel like because we started getting like a lot more imported stuff from around the world and then like All of the factories fucking
1: switched down south, where like no (laughs) one has. Getting real nationalist. No, I'm just a bunch of crap from
0: China (laughs) that no one wants to buy.
1: You're like that straw guy.
0: I want my cars and my women to be made in America. Ford. Beautiful. That's my Ford. What do you think? I'm doing a self tape for Ford. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. It's good, right? Yeah. Um. No, but I'm saying like basically the shift from in our like industries was like huge, and then the '80s like. Like fast food, like, really boomed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like, all low-wage jobs, like, we got so many more low-wage jobs.
1: Yeah, I mean, De- and there I think there was, like, a concerted effort to keep unions out of those yeah. workplaces, for sure. So
0: I feel like it's just been since the 80s that this, like, kind of enormous other part of our economy has been, like, the way people, like, help their families survive, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's kind of a new thing, and I'm, like, hopeful that maybe... I don't know that people can start organizing more.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think like there's a, there's a tremendous amount of organizing going on across um, the fight for 15 is, has seen like huge victories. Mm -hmm. um, And, and now this like sexual harassment thing. I mean, there is a huge amount of organizing going on. And I think there is a real, I think there's, like, a real revived interest in unions themselves. I mean, as we've seen that, especially in media. There's been, like, a huge yeah. number of unions this year specifically. Yep. Coming up.
0: With all the like, freelance writing and, again, yeah. like, as you like to talk about, like, a direct, like, result of the recession where people's yeah. people are having to rely on these jobs for their, life, like, you know, yeah. way more than they ever did before, you know? The
1: gig economy. Right.
0: Um, yeah, so... It's interesting. I was talking to this woman um, last night who came into the bar Mm -hmm. and she's here for like a women in hospitality conference that's happening in New York. And uh, we were talking, and I was like, oh, you're in the industry. And we were chatting, and she's, like, super Just nice. Just a couple
1: of broads. couple
0: of broads chewing the fat over you know, the bar. You the, oh, the hen-pecking yeah. ladies' home journal. Again, pinning up laundry while we talk right, somehow. Right, I don't right, know. Right, right, right. But um, we were talking, and she was here from Ohio,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and <laughs> it was like that scene that scene in Jaws where, you know, uh, where like they do that camera trick where like the camera is going towards, but also zooming out at the same time Yeah. when he sees the shark. Cause I was like, Oh cool. Like what, what's your spot? Where do you work in? Oh, and she's like, Oh, I work for like, um, the state, like, um, you know, the national restaurant association. Um, but the Ohio, you know, and I was like, and I just, I was like, Oh, because before we'd been talking about gratuity free and she yeah. was like, yeah, a lot of the unions are like really pushing for gratuity free in um, in Columbus. And I was like, that's weird. I was like, are they just looking for higher hourly? Because I'm like, that's basically what it would be. Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, we really fought it." we she literally was like, we have a, we got a bunch of money from like pack money and like and I was like, what? I was like oh cool she's like yeah so we won i was like yeah and i base, i like was like a kid i was like well that's weird because uh unions are uh good so <laughs> i was just like f- so weirded out that we'd had this whole conversation
1: yeah the nra right now their their big focus is uh it's a campaign called save our tips <gasps> which is um that they have all these servers go on where states that are Um, raising the minimum wage like there's um, congruent raises to the tipped minimum wage right and then some states uh, I think it's like in um, Minnesota in Washington in a couple states there's there's no tipped minimum it's just the minimum wage Mm -hmm. and then there are certain employees who get tips yeah on top of that and they have this campaign called save our tips because it's like all these servers who are like if we make $15 an hour, no one will think I'm worthy of a tip. Let me earn my tip, please, sir. They're like those little kids in they, the Zoolander video that, you know, they yeah, show yeah, him yeah. the video for... They just basically
0: take extras from like little Orphan Annie and yeah. then like put them in their theater they clothes. They put them
1: in the actual, the original union organizing days. Yeah. Haymarket Square. Yeah. Their costume. <laughs> coal on the face. It's a real Please double cross. My
0: tips, mister. <laughs> They're like, this makes me think of a better time in America's <laughs> history. Wait a second. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, it's very fucked up how they twist that stuff.
1: Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm pro
0: I We're pro tip. We're pro tips, but that's not the fucking same thing.
1: But also they've done like research on how raising the tipped minimum affects people's tips. And it is, there's almost no difference Mm -hmm. because tipping is just a cultural thing. Yeah. And people like leaving tips at restaurants and they want to tip good service. And, that you're only going to get better service from someone who's better paid. Right. And so it doesn't affect, it doesn't, it makes no sense. The idea that like somehow making $2 an hour is going to be a better motivation to give more service than making $15 an hour is fucking crazy.
0: It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I will say this woman was very nice and is probably a good person, but doesn't know the evil that she's doing. I right. Don't
1: know. Right. Ohio is, like, has that, like, weird edge of, like, well, remember when people were, like, Kasich is a good Republican, and he's, like, yeah, I am. Okay, bye-bye funding for Planned Parenthood. <laughs> yeah,
0: everyone's, like, damn it. Dang it. um Yeah.
1: Anyways, I also, too,
0: want to say that um, every member of the Taft political family is... Fat. Well, no, but... That he was a fat fuck, but the guy he wasn't the same Taft who passed this act. It was a different,
1: a different Taft. Because actually, it's a big political Taft family. Is um, the president the fat? Yeah, president. He was uh, a big. um What do you call it? A monopoly buster. Oh, okay. which is good.
0: We like totally. But this other guy was not. I worked for a member of the Taft family, and uh, really,
1: yeah, In Boston. Yep. Wow.
0: And uh, she uh, was a a demon, a demon among women. I would say, <laughs> if I may.
1: Right. Well, I'm a misogynist, so I pretty much think. So you, uh, what well, you would That's already sort of think. a universal standard.
0: Anyways, they're a horrible family, and they've done bad things that continue to ruin our lives to this day. Yeah, uh, personal and otherwise anyways um I did write down um there's a there's a bunch of cool like resources and webs and websites uh that I was looking at and one of them is fair uh fairhotel dot org so you can basically look for any city or whatever wherever you're traveling and staying and you can find a hotel that is supportive of unions and like treats their workers fairly and you can also look up strikes that are happening so that's cool for traveling mm-hmm. um which i thought was a cool resource and then i also found some places um in new york that are restaurants that are labor
1: oh. i mean that are, are yeah, union yeah. You know,
0: totally. um, which i thought was really interesting and it's and peter luger steakhouse in Is? williamsburg is a union restaurant, which makes so, so cool. So Peter, Peter Luger is like this, what, like the 1800s, like classic steakhouse. Like it's like you take your parents there rather. They take you there. Um, but it makes so much sense because anytime you walk into a restaurant and the workers there are over 50 years old, I bet you 20 bucks. It's a union. Definitely. And that's the case there. It's like 65 year old dudes banging out martinis And that's their fucking job. Yeah. And it's sick. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: It's awesome. I think something that we, like, researching kind of where unions were and and the power of unions is, like, something that I realized is, like, when you give people a language of collective bargaining and an understanding of their rights as workers, like, people want to be in unions and they want to be able to take care of their co-workers and so there's like the rainbow room is a famous bar in New York that's also a union shop that um adopted the union in like 2015 and they did it by a 94 percent vote like 94 wow. percent of their and it's just like as soon as people have that like ability to care for each other in a communal way like that's something that they seek and I I think that's really beautiful. I
0: know that's why I got emotional doing this research. And then the oh, old no. pictures made me horny. horny. So <laughs> um, real quick, there's a really funny example of in the nineteen twenties, uh, what they would do when like like a ho- like a restaurant would f- would like they would go on strike, right? And they would hire scabs, but the union would send in insider scabs that's tight to work at their restaurant, and then those scabs would purposely fuck up everything that's and then tight. they would get fired. And then the manager would be like, fine, you guys can come back.
1: That's tight. Well, the IWW, which yeah. we were talking about before we started recording, is famous for having workplace saboteurs to kind of fuck with the people who are working so to, to give them the idea. Like, they're like, this place fucking sucks. We got to form a union. So you <gasps> kind of sabotage the what? other. What? Isn't that fun? That is so cool. You kind of like throw marbles on the floor or whatever. Dude. So, like, they...
0: let's fuck that. And then, oh. I am a born saboteur.
1: I know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm putting trip wires. I'm Kelly tricking. looks over, I
0: just have a black beret and like
1: <laughs> She's smoking so- from one of those cigarette holders. Yeah,
0: it's like very it happened so quickly. Wow. Um Oh, I do want to... There's another. I just got mm-hmm. really into the, like... Heli- I got into the theatrics, um, not surprisingly, the theatrics yeah. of, like, union-busting <laughs> yeah. and stuff because I think it's, like, so fascinating. Also, it just... It, it adds this sense of adventure to a job that can be so grudging where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Oh, totally. it can be this, like, grand scale. There are
1: bombs! Yes. <laughs>
0: like, it's so cool. So um, I found this article that is so fucking hilariously written... Full of typos in Eater. I mean, Eater I like, but um, it is the title is why you don't want to mess with New York City's Hotel Union from 2010. Uh, Amanda Clute. Anyways, Clute. it's really funny. Basically, it has like a first person account of what happened when a union buster, like a union came in during a lunch service. Mm. So let me just read you real quick. This person's account. It is fucking hysterical. Okay. okay. Um, this is at the restaurant, the national and the Benjamin hotel. Okay. Um, I was having lunch with a friend today at the national restaurant when right in the middle of their lunch rush, something I've never seen in my 50 years as a New Yorker happened thugs with video cameras dressed in trench coats and wearing fedoras, which I was like, did Hell you yeah. enter into a time <laughs> warp also? Cause that I've never seen that in all of my life either. Um, wearing fedoras came busting in and demanded that the staff stop waiting on tables. Uh, At first I thought we were somehow involved in a movie that was filming, but then a manager came over and apologized. He explained that it was the hotel union and that they were pulling everyone to stage a protest they keep referring to these people as thugs and it's so fucking funny. Union thugs
1: is such a classic, like that's some real like forties. Like they're like these union thugs. I
0: know it's so funny. Um, the union thugs kept antagonizing the managers, taunting them as they tried to keep a sense of normalcy to the busy lunch. Um, I thought one of them was going to fly a lefty into one, thug, into, into one thug's chin after he threw his shoulder into him. And say, they kept taunting, saying things like, I hope you're making good tips and screaming obscenities at the managers, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, first of all, that didn't happen, Right. Uh, maybe. I mean, like, it happened, but, like, the, what, is this guy from the 1940s? He's saying... Hang a lefty. Fly a lefty into a thug's chin. Like, what is this guy? Anyways, it obviously happened,
1: but it's just so dramatic. 2010 was, that's when Occupy started. That's so true. So it's, like, there might have been some momentum there. I just, lo- like, what is
0: more delicious to a restaurant worker than the idea of complete chaos in the face of like do you know what i'm saying yeah like what is more amazing you can think about is like diners being like my (laughs) stuff oh these thoughts while we're fighting for a right to a better life i'm like that's fucking awesome yeah and imagine like the hot anarchist bros from back in the day Mm. you know
1: yeah back in the day 2010
0: or no i met like i met like way before because they're gross
1: Millian's now like oh, they had blackberries and flip phones those were that's hey i was born in the wrong generation <laughs>
0: god i mean i was in high school back then, <laughs> so how would i possibly have known <laughs> anyways um so funny though isn't that crazy
1: yeah that's hilarious i want more... you don't mess
0: no you don't fucking mess i love
1: that shit i yeah, want can't hang don't bang lady <laughs> who are you talking to me no that old... that's the hotel owner that's me to that lady who's like talking about the thugs. Oh, okay you can't assumed hang, it was bang. a woman
0: Yeah, yeah yeah sure
1: you said it was andrea klutz no that was the
0: writer oh (laughs) she was referencing somebody else oh okay anyways whatever whatever um but i thought that was so hilarious and crazy yeah also yeah fuck hotel like fuck off like hotels have so much money yeah don't worry about it yeah it's fine also don't eat in a hotel restaurant well that's not true anyways they're fine they can be they can be good yeah um that's a
1: new that's kind of my new thing
0: it's a new thing but whatever
1: um anyway in conclusion everyone start organizing your workplaces yeah
0: i have i found a cool pdf that is like a good starter manual if you are interested in doing that
1: i know that the new york dsa recently did a panel on it that we were both working that night
0: well they did it on monday which is traditionally the industry night that people have off except yeah but not not
1: us not us we we're in constant toil
0: um yeah, so there's some cool references out there and uh, I feel like this is like a theme that we'll keep revisiting in certain ways. Yeah, but you know. this
1: was our primer.
0: This is our primer. I hope you all enjoyed this walk through history. Bye. Bye. <laughs> wait, <laughs> review and subscribe. <laughs> wait. and <laughs> Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, no, don't go. Review, rate, and subscribe, please. Put, back and put the earbuds back in. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.